0: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DDW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus. Oh, <sighs> he has got Triple H in the center of the ring. And Triple H's going to tap out. No. What on
0: earth?
1: Oh, my God. It's DX, X Pac,
2: Road no Dog, Billy Gunn. And it's coming up now, the end of Sting. Sting in his company trying to put us all out of jobs. He's about to get what he deserves.
1: We just go through a time warp. What did I tell you? Where the hell are they? The appropriate question is, where in the hell are they? Oh, doc,
2: are you telling me that you built a time machine?
3: <laughs> you can. T-
2: To episode 376 of the Sala Monster, sounds off our special WrestleMania wrap-up roundtable. (laughs) Here in San Jose, California, I am the Sala Monster. I'm joined by Noah Mark. Hi. What year is this? This is I don't know. (laughs) I I thought it was 1998 there for a second, which actually wasn't a bad year. No. No. Brian Blade is with us as well. Hey yo. And we are uh, we are here back at the hotel doing our second show of the weekend here post WrestleMania 31 a show that overall, I think when the show was over last night, I made the comment people were coming up to me and asking me, and I said, I thought it was a good show. I didn't think that it was overall better than last year's effort, and having a chance to go back and watch a little bit of the show on the network after the fact, I think I've warmed to it a little bit more, and I I have an overall pretty positive outlook on WrestleMania this year. What about you guys?
4: You know something? What 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 is the mark of a good WrestleMania?
2: Well, I mean, I think the mark of a WrestleMania in our case, when you leave the stadium, is that you you know, were excited about what you saw. You were happy. You felt like you got your money's worth. And and you want to leave with a feeling of joy and not a feeling of anger. And I'm looking at Brian. Brian's (laughs) smiling right now.
4: But he's the feeling of anger. Um, Well, I I I was satisfied
2: upon leaving the stadium.
4: I do need to
3: explain myself on that, but go ahead, Noah.
4: I think that unpredictability, I think giving you something different uh, than the same old, same old. Is uh, is a success, and I think that no. heading into the show, we're here, we're sitting here, we're frustrated, we, we saw NXT, it was great, we were heading into WWE where we think Roman Reigns is going to win, it's a lock, it's uh, I didn't
3: call him winning, I called Brock Lesnar, of course, we all know where that went, but... A lot of people thought that Roman was going to win, you were the, the shining light, Brian. Well, I don't know how much of a shining light it was, but yes, I was correct, Roman Reigns didn't win.
2: And in the end, we <laughs> came out of the show feeling that way previous and now that the show is over you know we I think when you go in with low expectations we talked about this before when you go in with low expectations it's very hard I think to set the bar even lower that's quite the bar <laughs> and you come out of it and the show had star power the show had some great wrestling the show had a finish that I think took a lot of people by surprise I mean not necessarily the fact that Rollins cashed in more so the way that he did uh, the fans were into it most of the time I mean as we go through some of the matches here we were there live the crowd was not always as loud as, as you would like them to be. Maybe part of that is the whole open air. I had some of you guys emailing me saying, hey, is it quiet in the stadium? And, and sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Uh, I came out of it feeling satisfied. They exceeded my expectations. And that's why overall, I mean, I give the show a thumbs up. I, I don't know that I could say it was overall as good as last year until I go back and watch the whole event from start to finish when I get back home. But I look at this probably as one of the better overall mania shows in many years.
4: I think it was. As, I think it was better than last year because I think that last year was the Daniel Bryan show. Brock Lesnar was a was a shocking surprise last year, beating the streak. But I think this year, as we go through the card and as we talk about some of the matches, I think expect the unexpected became became paramount. Once once we saw sure. what was happening with some of these matches, things things were
3: appearances matches appearances match everything. order. Everything, match order, oh. Everything
4: was very different. upside down and different. And you know what? That's actually good. How many times do we talk about how it's the same formula on
3: Raw? How many times do we talk yeah, about sure. its predictability? So sure. I think, whatever happened to predictability? Well, if you, ask, if you listen to the Solomon Monster Sounds, sometimes predictability isn't a bad thing.
2: No, no, not at all. I mean, if you have a match... Yeah, let's say they had gone with Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan in the main event. And let's say that we either didn't know his contract status or we knew Brock was done. And it's obvious that Bryan is going to beat him at WrestleMania. But they go out there and they have a kick-ass match and Bryan wins the championship, big celebration. It's predictable, but would that have been a horrible ending to WrestleMania? No, No, it's a good feeling. Of course not. So predictability sometimes is fine. So we're going to run through the card here from start to finish. We'll start from the bottom, work our way up to the top. The kickoff show had two matches this year, not one. They added the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but first they opened with the tag team match. It was the Usos, uh, Kid Sorrow, New Day, and the... Green uh, Day. The Mat- oh, Green Day, that's I right. I believe it was Green they Day. They were wearing green outfits. They were Green Day for green one Green Day? For a night. And the Matadors. Uh, Tyson Oof. Kidd and Cesaro retained the tag team titles. Pretty good match. Spotfest. Spotfest. They had some cool. Uh, they had some cool sequences that I haven't seen before. So they did work some new stuff in there. Cesaro and Kid over like gangbusters in the stadium. People every, every time the Matadors or the Usos did something, or the New Day, uh, the fans in the stadium hated it. So the outcome was the right outcome. They had a chance to shine. I thought overall it was a good match. I thought it was
3: pretty good myself. I can't say I was that into it because we were just – we had just sat down, Noah, I yeah, believe, at that point. Yeah, people were still filing into So the uh, we just had something to eat. But, you know, it, it was enjoyable for what it was. It was hard to really get into it because it was not on the – we talked about this in the previous show. It's not actually on the WrestleMania 31 yeah, card. Was, but it was enjoyable for what it was yeah, for me. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it's a little weird because they don't do the whole intro and the pomp and circumstance. It's just like, hey, we're going to have a match. And people were still filing into the stadium, so it didn't have the same feeling. Maybe it would have, you know, an hour later. But uh, I thought they they went out there and they they did about as good a job as they could have done. Again, four teams, it could turn into a cluster. They delivered. And they they delivered. delivered. They delivered. And they delivered. Uh, I mean, do you have anything to add?
4: No, on? I mean it was good. It was good. I, you know what, for the parts that I saw, yeah, it, it was kind of chaotic. You know, when people are coming into the arena at the same time, you know, you can't really sit and watch the event. You have to stand up. You have to let people through your aisle and stuff <laughs> like that. So, it's kind of, it's a little bit in the background and a little bit in the foreground when they're hitting big spots. Then people are kind of noticing when they're doing the like the quadruple superplex. That was cool. That was very cool. There was some interspecies action there. Oh, that, that was I saw. just lovely.
3: Well, you were on your phone a lot. You probably would have seen more if you weren't on. Well, that. I have to check in on
2: Facebook. I have to Twitter. Ride, right, you know, number one trend worldwide. All right, That It was a good match. It, it was good. It was a good match. Then we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I didn't
4: get my Miz intro, which I they, 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 they you did. They didn't get any intros. <laughs> I mean, they they have the Miz that come out and then Sandow comes out. Why not hit his music? Yeah,
2: nobody. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I mean, they pretty nobody. Much Trotted everybody out there. All at nobody once got a come. separate intro. They Even Axle out-
4: Mania, he, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, Axel Mania had his moment at the beginning where he got yeah. to rip off the shirt and then right. he got body surf. <laughs> that, that was funny. That was cool. <laughs> that was funny, and then and then dumped out of the ring. Uh, I mean, we know the Big Show won. I am not a fan of that outcome. I was left uh, very displeased with that outcome. There was no reason for the Big Show to win this battle royal. He's a giant.
4: He can't be thrown out of battle royals.
2: Apparently the narrative from you guys on on commentary, they were talking about how the Big Show in all of his years in WWE has never won a battle royal before. Uh, As if that's some sort of compelling story that we're supposed to care about. They did do the split with Miz and Mizdow. Uh, Mizdow was my pick to win. He didn't win, but he did break away from Miz. Got a huge reaction from the fans. Uh, He eliminated the Miz. Miz had to get taken away, kicking and screaming from the ring. And then it came down to Mizdow and the Big Show. And the people in the stadium desperately wanted to see Mizdow win this thing. And unfortunately, in the end, he did not. They gave him a few hope spots where it kind of looked like he might pull it out. They almost did the Benoit finish from the 2004 Royal Rumble where he... I called it. He had the Big Show's head hooked, and I thought he was going to drag him out over the top. And it didn't quite work out that way. And Mizdow was... Uh, was he punched? No, he was. Well, we'll get. Actual, I think he was choked slammed out of the ring. Or something. Something, he was yeah. choked slammed. No, what I'm thinking of was a different spot that pissed me off in this match, which was Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami <laughs> won the NXT tournament on Thursday to earn a spot in the Battle Royal. Now, when we talked about big Battle
4: fish Ra- little pond, now. big fish
2: now. little pond, when we talked about it, I thought for sure it was going to uh, Neville or Balor, and it went to Itami, and and that worried me because I just couldn't see Itami coming in and making a huge impact or winning the whole thing. Not only did he not win, uh, they gave him one spot where he did eliminate uh, Bo Dallas, I believe it was. And then he came face to gut with the Big Show. <laughs> and the Big Show played with him like a little toy and ended up uh, throwing him over the top. I think uh, he skinned the cat and then Big Show punched him in the face and he fell to the floor. And again, sayonara, I, sayonara. And I heard from some of you guys on commentary, oh, they were talking about Hideo Tommy is like uh, Some up-and-comer who, who, uh, give me a break. I mean, there was no reason for for him to even be in that battle royal. I'm sure for him it was a special moment. Yeah, he got
3: to be on the kickoff program. Well, he
2: got to be in in a stadium in front of 70,000 people. That is true, at least.
3: He was in a stadium in front of 70,000 people. So was I, but so was I. Well,
2: you weren't weren't in the ring. For him, though, I'm sure it was a special experience for him. But that was just a complete waste of a Tommy. The finish with Big Show winning, you know, not a fan of it at all. I thought that sucked. I thought they had something right there. It was so easy, you know. They had a this great feel-good moment at WrestleMania. They've been building it for months, and they couldn't give Mizdale that moment, and I thought that was a mistake.
3: I I, I feel like a mistake. The same. It was a mistake. Hopefully he'll go by the name Damian Sandi now, but I do agree with you it was a mistake. But at the same time I go back. It was just on the kickoff, so to me it's not as big of a deal. They'll play it out on Raw, they'll get their match, and I'm sure Sandow will get his well, yeah, revenge I'm sure match.
2: I'm sure it's building to a Miz-Mizdow Ms. Ms. singles match, but you could do that. If Mizdow wins, he walks around with the trophy, and the trophy kind of becomes part of the whole... Okay. I'm with you. No, no, yeah, I, I'm yeah.
3: totally with you. It just it's less of an impact I think it's on more, me.
2: I think it's more... Forget the pre-show nonsense. I think wow. it's more the fact that I'm tired of seeing the big show... I should just cut it off there. I'm tired of seeing the Big Show. I'm I'm tired of seeing the Big Show put in these positions that he doesn't have to be in. There's nothing to be gained. We'll see how the storyline plays out. But there's nothing to be gained from this. People were begging for it, and they just didn't give it to them. So that was the story of the Battle Royal. I, I liked certain spots and aspects. It wasn't a bad Battle Royal overall. I just was left completely dissatisfied with that ending. So then the actual show began... And all the pomp and circumstance of WrestleMania. We opened with There was no pomp and Circumstances heard in that arena. Well It should have been though. Well they were saving all the Pyro for later no, on. No, I'm talking about uh, the actual song, Pomp and Circumstances. Oh I see. we didn't hear that. Oh we did not. No. Although we did we did hear it at the Hall of Fame the night before. I did. We did. Not the WWE version that it should have been. Yeah, I know. I don't know it why. It was they, some watered down I don't know why version. they why they do that. We had the money in the bank. Ladder match. Actually, no, it wasn't Money in the Bank. It was the uh, (laughs) Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship. Championship It would have been more
4: prestigious if it was the Money in the Bank ladder
2: match. It was uh, was their answer to the old Money in the Bank ladder matches at WrestleMania. We had Wade Barrett in there defending the championship. Coming out second, just not... Yeah, coming out second. What was that all about? I,
3: I was bitching to Noah Mark about
2: that. But as I said... What'd you tell me, now? Wait a minute. As I said on the last show, Daniel Bryan opening WrestleMania... I said that. No, it did
3: agreed. say that. it did say that.
2: Well, well, yeah, but I... I, I, I didn't knew.
4: hear the commentary, but I could almost hear Cole going, just as we left... Just as we left WrestleMania 30... Maybe. ...with Daniel Bryan let's and WrestleMania." Let's not rehash let's not, Michael Cole, please, please.
2: Let's not reenact Michael Cole commentary, please. Um, we had the uh, yeah. the seven guys in there doing their thing. I thought it was a ladder match. It was actually great. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't spectacular like some of these ladder matches are. Uh, they had a few spectacular spots here and there. But I thought just a very good ladder match overall. Daniel Bryan gets the win. He is the new Intercontinental Champion for the first time. People loved it. They were yesing along with him. I know they did the segment later in the show where Bryan, uh, you know, was backstage doing an interview and they had Ricky Steamboat and Roddy Piper and Bret Hart, all these former IC champs, come up to him. And that was really cool. So, I hope it's the start of something good for a championship that has been pissed on for far too long. And now that we see the the finish of the Cena match as well, which we'll talk about, maybe we're seeing the start of something that eventually builds to a rematch that we never did get to see between John Cena and Daniel Bryan. I called
3: it. I called it on our last show. I said Daniel Bryan's going to come out the winner, and they're going to attempt to put, elevate both these championships. And what we thought maybe if Brock Lesnar retained, they could uh, push those two championship if he's not around. But I did call it. Noah, we called. We
4: called it. i are happy. We called it. We called it, we no. called it. We you, called it because called that's
2: selfish. Because that's what we wanted to see. Oh, you said Wade you Barrett. called Wade Barrett. Yeah. I, oh, maybe I, I, I called thought Wade for Barrett sure too. Barrett was going to get the win here, but I was I was hoping I was pulling for Bryan because I would have loved to have seen him actually get a moment. Uh, give, give the guy a bone here at WrestleMania. Uh, and they did. And, and Dean Ambrose got taken out. Uh, a, a sick spot where he uh, was, I don't know if he was powerbombed. I don't remember what happened, but he was put through a ladder. There was a ladder bridge on the outside. Broke the ladder. People at ringside said he was bleeding from the back of his head. Hopefully he's okay. I called that.
4: Uh, I called a crash and burn Ambrose yeah, I
2: don't. I don't think he left on his own. I think he was carried away from the ring. Uh, he kind of disappeared, so I wasn't entirely sure what happened to him. But overall, it was just a you know it was car crash, and as, we, as to be expected. Yeah, and and I'm happy to see Daniel Bryan get his moment at WrestleMania. WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Then we had Randy Orton and Seth Rollins, and this was uh this was a very good match with a freaking awesome finish,
3: unlike anything I've ever seen. But it, it was like Back to the Future. It was a
2: unique spot. <laughs> that's what I like. No I mean, pun intended. It was, it was creative. It was something we haven't seen before. And Rollins is just I mean he is the best of the best right now in terms of, it's impossible for this guy to have a bad match. They're doing their thing, they're reversing RKOs and curb stomps and kicking out and all this kind of stuff. And so Rollins goes for a curb stomp, but he got... Now, now I don't know if it was that Orton started to kind of rise and and, and, and Rollins rose with him. I think Rollins just got some real good height. On he stepped incredible.
3: on him. He, stepped, I think he, he got
2: stepped on him. really good height on an attempted curb stomp and on his way down, Orton reversed it into an RKO, caught him and just dropped him
3: oh you knew it was over it, then everyone it was knew. so cool everyone
2: in my section just leapt to their feet because we weren't sitting together but in my section everybody rose i mean it was like amazing same dude. here no it, it was
3: no, everyone talk, in our section was just going marking out like crazy
4: you want to talk about wrestlemania you want to talk about talk about stealing the show and, and trying to trying to make a name for yourself or, or trying to just just do something that we don't see all the time it's not <laughs> the same old stuff man I've seen uh, I've seen some creative RKOs or, or some creative counters into an RKO. That, I mean, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. In
2: terms of a curb stomp, I mean, we, we kind of saw that at the Royal Rumble when they had that triple threat match. And it wasn't as, as spectacular as this, but we saw Rollins kind of come off the ropes for a, an attempt at a curb stomp. And Brock caught him and turned it into an F5, and it was a great finish. But this trumped that, I mean, by a mile. So. Uh, and, and we said, listen, I, we talked about this on the last show, and I've talked about this before, in the other predictions we did for WrestleMania. Rollins can lose that match if he's coming back out at the end of the show to cash in and win, which as it turns out is exactly what happened. So he he doesn't lose anything uh, from this loss here. And if anything, it sets up Randy Orton now as a primary challenger for the championship because Orton can come out and say, hey, I beat you. Now you are the champion so therefore I deserve a title shot similar to Brett Nowen at WrestleMania 10.
3: Well Brock still does deserve a championship rematch. But that's what makes it so, interesting. The extreme there's rules who what's going to happen.
2: There's a few people and Roman Reigns too. I well, mean, he
3: did lose though.
2: But he didn't get he did lose but he it, got a shot. But in fairness to him, it morphed into a triple threat match. But that's the way it goes
3: with money. And look, he has an argument, but it, it he I has bro. I say Brock gets the first. In, look,
2: who ma- what matters what we say, but in terms of who should well, get the Well, it doesn't first matter who shot. gets the first shot. The point is that they've done a good job now of setting up at least three or four uh, potential challengers for the championship, and that makes things interesting going forward. We had the uh, Sting Triple H match. Let's talk about this. This was the third match on the show not counting i guess the pre-show stuff
3: <laughs> made me really that right annoyed. there
2: blew me blew my mind that they're actually putting sting and triple h out there in, in the third match on the show well let me tell you something boys You yeah. wcw oh, fan- stop you
4: wcw fans Shut over up. there i'm Shut a up. wwe guy and this ain't starcade guys this is wrestle fucking mania so you know what Third well, match. Enjoy
3: your debut there, Stinger. Yeah. Third match. They brought him in as a That's star right. to make money, and they put him in this the third This message match. was brought
2: to you by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Hey,
3: <laughs> who works for who now?
2: Who's Sting? Actually, speaking of Vince. Yeah, you know, I should talk about this really quickly here, because they uh, they had their earnings call. I don't know if it was an earnings call, but they had a conference call this morning. So it was the network. Released the, the new network number. The new network subscriber number as of this morning, by the way, is 1.3 million which sounds fantastic, but it is the day after WrestleMania number. I want to know what the number is going to be two months from now. But good for them, even though the stock is down last I checked 2 (laughs) dollars 5 But that's a great number, and they they actually announced a whole bunch of things this morning. Apparently, they're going to be doing live NXT special. I don't know if they're live. I shouldn't say that. But they're doing NXT uh, TakeOver monthly now, which I was talking to Brian about this, and we're, we're... we're debating a, whether
3: or not this is a
2: good I'm thing. I'm happy on the one hand, because I love TakeOver. TakeOver's awesome. But TakeOver's awesome four times a year. Will TakeOver be as awesome 12 times a year? We're going to find out. But you know what? We were talking about this on the last show. Vince McMahon backstage at the NXT show on Friday night. What's our fear, right? That he's
3: going to Vince McMahon? <laughs> it's got like got a medal. But, but wait, though. Here's the thing, though. Is it going to be once a month in addition to the four programs they have each week? Or is it going to replace one of the weekly program.
2: Oh, I don't know. So if
3: it does, it won't be that bad, though, really. It's just an extra hour. TakeOver currently replaces that week's does
2: Yeah, my assumption is that it will replace whatever the normal show would be that week. So it's only an extra hour, though. It won't be too bad, though. it's It's not a matter of extra hours. It's just a matter of those are their, their their pay-per-views, so to speak, right? Oh, yeah, True. And the pay-per-view model used to be four or five a year, and now it's, it's kind of shifting the way the pay-per-view model did to one a month, and what happened when that took place? Overexposure. They don't feel as special. So do they have enough big-time marquee matches? to sustain that many specials. We're going to find out. Well, you know
3: what that tells me, too? It tells me that the chances of a lot of the guys being called to the main roster, there's less of a chance, or Maybe. they're going to be pulling double-duty main roster and appearances on and we've seen NXT. That. We've
2: seen Tyson Kidd and Cesaro and guys well, like that. Well, Tyson
3: Kidd, I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, well, I Ty- mean, Tyson can do it all. Uh, but the I- other, uh, I bring this up because Vince McMahon made a comment on the call, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, but somebody asked him a question about Sting. And Vince McMahon made a comment to the effect of we took a man, we took a guy, and essentially we plucked him out of obscurity. That's the word he used, obscurity. And made him a star in WWE. Now was he referring to obscurity in terms of Sting's uh, nine years in TNA or however many years in TNA? Or was he just referring to the Sting character overall, you know, from 14 years removed from WCW? Either way... It's a a, dicky thing to say. What an idiotic comment to make. They brought him
3: in to make money. They knew he
2: would be a draw. It was a dig. It it had to be a dig. Sting is the one guy, kind of like Goldberg, to this day. you know, Goldberg people still are clamoring to see Goldberg. They did a DVD for Goldberg, and it outsold, I think, all of their other DVDs that year. And Goldberg hasn't been on television since 2004. I believe him. So there are some guys, and Sting is one of those guys, he's not in obscurity. He's not in a black hole somewhere. Never was he never was but that just tells you the and that goes to the finish of this match. Ugh,
3: disgusting. We were
2: all convinced that Sting was going to win. How could Sting lose? What what is there to be gained by having Triple H beat Sting? It's Sting's first match, probably not his last. He should win this match. Well, you think Sting, oh, for, uh, Sting did not win this match. And other stuff happened in between. A lot of other stuff happened. And that, in that between.
3: pissed me off too. Let's
2: start from the beginning. So Sting comes out first. Doesn't even get announced comes out first they have a bunch of uh, Japanese drummers Uh, I don't know what the (laughs) I really I I don't know what the the idea behind this entrance was what the significance was toward the Sting character Uh, I had heard rumors of scarecrows for an entrance at Wrestlemania as it turned out it was for Bray Wyatt I thought it might be for Sting Sting comes out as Brian mentioned I mean I don't quite understand this is never introduced by the ring announcer. If he was, I'm sorry. He was. I'm going by what other people have told me because I wasn't really paying attention. But I'm told that Sting did not get an entrance. I was really looking. They for never that said moment. his name.
3: I was really looking forward to hearing that. But oh well.
2: Maybe they forgot his name.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't be he surprised. He was in
2: obscurity. Triple H <laughs> comes out as the freaking Terminator.
3: But Got- Arnold
4: Schwarzenegger is his Arnold intro. Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Time in to play the game. And I can
2: tell you that people's, everyone in the stadium around me. I mean, you would think that Triple H was coming out as the babyface. It was so welcome. fucking
3: cool. It, it was, was a so cool answer. It was too cool. That's the problem. He no the, pun intended. Brian it Blades was was sulking, going, that's stupid. It wasn't stupid. It was awesome. But if you're going to put over Sting, which turns out they weren't going to do anyway, how do you outshine the guy that, well, anyway, I digress. I
4: said, I said to Brian, when, so when Triple H is
3: rising, rising from the
4: stage and it, everyone's like, this is the coolest thing we've ever seen. I said, look, don't worry. Sting's gonna get over. He's gonna job this thing. So it'll be all good in the end. Oops.
2: And then all
3: that bullshit happened. But why don't so you yeah, tell for, us what from happened? the
2: moment the entrances took place, it was obvious that that it was gonna be an uphill battle here for for poor Sting. Uh, it was cool as hell. I mean, being there in the stadium and seeing that entrance that Triple H did. I mean, it was it was out of this world. It was great. Uh, then the match happened. Sting, 56 years old, he looked good. No T-shirt. He no T-shirt. He, he was-, was wearing the singlet. Uh, he he looked he looked good. And um, triple H is forty seven, right? Triple H is forty four, maybe?
4: Forty-four? I believe so. Forty five, right. maybe? Oh, here's the Noah memory. So fifty I'll I'll say forty four and fifty-seven. Are we We're doing the combined age here? We're we're, we're doing we're doing some math. Is the ref count? Fifty seven. No, I'm not counting the ref. Fifty six. Fifty six and uh, forty-four. So we're a hundred years. We've got a hundred start we're Centennial. starting. Centennial. We're starting with a hundred years right now. It was a great match. Proceed.
2: Okay. <laughs> the match itself, I thought. Uh, to, we'll, we'll get to the overbooking in a second I thought it was a good match I think Sting looked uh, He didn't look overly winded Of course he did do uh, I think twice uh, Scorpion Deathlock Scorpion And, Death Lock and could, couldn't bend his knees
3: He did at one point
2: though He got it He, did, he leaned back He did I think he fell a I think he fell back But it
3: still looked pretty you know, cool, he, it they looked they
4: cool. Did, I think they did it in a certain way Where you didn't see his knees Yeah they That's were, how he they always were, been doing they it They though, were cheating now. away from the camera yeah, I know, But it's did obvious see,
2: It's obvious though he's got Did
4: nose. you see Triple H's leg? No, I did
3: not.
2: Know. Oh,
4: Triple H had this huge welt or 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 something Ooh. on his leg. Did you see this? This is it was crazy. It's probably
3: from his uh, pyrotechnics might
4: when he the, came out. It's the, not. The dry ice people maybe. are saying they think it's a muscle tear. I mean, there's a little traction online. Well, but, he
2: was moving around pretty good. It might be I cosmetic. Mean, he had to suck and, it up. It's, it's not cosmetic. Well, I'm, no, but I'm saying though, usually when he comes out, he's had issues before with his quad and his leg, but his legs are usually wrapped up. It wasn't wrapped, so it makes me wonder if it happened when he came out, maybe. Yeah, there was something going on there. Well, no. if he was hurt, uh, you know, credit to Triple H. He looked pretty good. And Scorpion then, Death as you were saying, yes. Scorpion. So, uh, we have we had a little throwback to the Monday Night War.
3: Yay. That was the
2: that was the story of this match. Out came DX. This was when Sting had Triple H in the, in the Deathlock at one point. And it's X-Pac, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, No China, of course.
3: you don't say that would
2: have gotten a reaction that would
3: have been really cool they
2: run down to the ring people are going out of their minds now because everybody loves dx right here comes dx everyone romanticizes that era of wrestling the nwo ended up coming out as well hulk hogan scott hall kevin nash they were there to kind of balance things out and help sting at one point which anybody who's a longtime wcw fan probably is looking at that going boy this really doesn't feel right having the nwo come out to assist Sting but as I pointed out to Brian in a conversation we had before the show uh, not that WWE was thinking this way or acknowledging TNA's existence but the last time we saw Sting and Hogan in the ring together they did make up they had a match Sting won and they were, they were buddies again when the match was over and as
3: I said to you they aren't counting that in any no, way. No, but I'm just saying they're going back to the old NWO days. To us, days. if
2: we're trying to justify this and and it, it, have yeah. it make sense in any way, <laughs>
3: oh, that's a good, nice nice try. But I, <laughs> how can you
2: justify any of that crap no, happening? Because they they don't bother thinking of these things. So I'm I'm just trying my hardest. I appreciate thing. that. So there was an all-out brawl at ringside. DX and the NWO. I was more shocked that Hulk Hogan took a bump.
3: By X Pack of old people. X Pack
2: pushed him into the ring post. Hogan. Fa- I mean, that was the first bump of any kind Hogan's taken since he came back. Was it last year or the year before he came? I think it was last year. 30. Around WrestleMania 30. So that was very impressive. Kevin Nash took a bump as well. As soon as he went down, he grabbed his leg. I thought for sure he tore his quad. That
3: could have been an inside goof.
2: I don't think it was. I don't think he likes those those jokes.
3: Yeah, he's kind of boring.
2: Scott Hall looked good. Scott Hall took a back bump. Also the first bump that uh, Hall has taken in a, a WWE uh, show, probably since 1996. And the people were eating it up. I mean, it was DX and the NWO. I mean, people were, were, were back in this time warp. You heard the, 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 uh, the audio on our intro. But people were, were eating this up.
3: I felt it, I felt it detracted from the match. I, I I see what they were doing. I understand it, but as a and I'm speaking in the minority probably. But as a fan, I felt it took away from and what could have been an iconic epic moment for Sting versus Triple H at a WrestleMania. Yeah, and the
2: whole thing again, you know, on the on the go home show before WrestleMania, we actually heard from Sting in the ring, and Sting made the comment, "This is not about WCW." He flat out said that on television. That would be ridiculous, he said. But this match was everything. It, it was everything about WCW. It was all about WCW. The whole finish of this match with Triple H winning. And when the matches. And by the way, Shawn Michaels also made an appearance in this match. Son of a bitch. The Rua Superkick got booed. So that's how much the people were into Sting here. That Shawn Michaels, who's this you know Teflon guy, was booed by a majority of the crowd. It wasn't like, well, it's the WWE guy. So the WWE guy is going to get cheered. In the end, Triple H won. Matches over. He extends his hand to Sting. Sting shakes his hand sting shakes the hand of the heel who attempted to kill him and won with a sledgehammer i know it was no dq and by the way i don't know when that was added but i think they added all the smoke and mirrors because they were worried they didn't know what kind of match Sting could have so you're gonna have the interference and they made it no dq i I will say this in the moment i thought it was really cool i was i was sitting there thinking wow this is the nwo and dx and Shawn michaels this is this is really cool when I look at it as a match overall and how it ended and the outcome, I mean, it was overbooked as all hell, too but much. I, but I think it was designed that way. It was the wrong finish. There, there was no excuse for Sting to lose that. Everything, everything about this match, from the entrance to the match itself to the finish to what happened with the handshake afterwards. And I don't know on commentary if they were doing a good enough job of making Sting look strong and sound strong. Probably not. I thought that it was just, it, it was mind-boggling to me because when it was over, it was obvious to me what this was all about. This was Vince McMahon looking at this and saying, fuck you to WCW, we won. Even though it's been 14 years since the supposed war ended, they, they can't help themselves. It's got to be the WWE guy going over the WCW guy.
3: Unfortunately, you're right. But just to go back for a quick second about the handshake, what annoyed me about the handshake is a little different than what annoyed you about the handshake. What annoyed me more so is that Triple H actually extended the hand. Now, why would Triple H, this guy Sting comes in, he costs the authority their power. Yes, they got it back, but Sting's been in Triple H's yeah, side. Sting has St- been
2: making his life a living hell Exactly, for so why would
3: he extend the hand? I can understand why Sting would accept it, maybe, because Sting was the one causing all the trouble. That's what kind of pissed me off. So basically, and Sting- now, And now the
2: feud's over. Yeah, Sting, well, Sting had a mission, he came in, and he failed. Exactly, and that's the message here. Sting, and I'm pissed off. Sting looked good, but he was a failure. That's
4: right. Just like WCW
2: was oh, a failure. Up. That's right. He was a failure. That's right. No, but he's right. I mean, that was that's right. that was the story they told. You're him, at WrestleMania,
3: match. boys. But not you, Starcade. But no, you can't understand the importance and significance of Sting actually competing in the WWE. I know you. Well, you
2: don't care about wrestling in general, but that's. All right. whole nother story. So, so I just think uh, an unbelievable, terrible, unbelievably horrible finish. But yeah. the match itself, again, it was a great wrestling match to be there live for, what for it was. that, and to hear the music hit and see all the guys out there. It was really cool. I'm not going to lie and tell you that it, you know I, I didn't, I hated it. No, it was actually really cool to be there and witness it. But when I look back and reflect back on on how it played out in the finish, that is not how I would have done
4: that. That's right. But as you said in this podcast before. Uh crappy finish doesn't make a bad match.
2: No, it was a good match.
4: So they had a good match. Thumbs we left up. with a bad feeling though. They, I did.
2: It, it, I it left it ended on a sour note. It was not what I expected from Sting's very first match. Sourdough in, dough in Bread. WWE. Sourdough dough Bread. 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 No, yes. We had the Bella Twins against AJ, Lee, and Page. I clocked it on the stopwatch. It was only about six or seven minutes long. Pretty basic match. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't anything blow away. Uh, AJ won with the uh, tap out, I believe Nick. AJ and Page won. Right, what AJ got the uh, tap Widows. out with the Black Widow, Black right. Widow. Uh, on Nikki, I think, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So maybe that sets up another championship match uh, maybe tonight on Raw. We'll see. Is AJ done? No, I don't think so. If AJ is done, why would she why get would the they win of WrestleMania? Why would they put her over?
4: No, I mean, you think, you think she's around for long term? I don't know how much time she Wait, has left but, on Salam her contract. Answer. If
2: you're going with
3: WWE, logic, didn't the Bell Twins both win the Divas Championship about a year and a half, two years ago, right before they left the company?
2: Uh, yeah, but I don't know if that was a situation where they had informed the company they wanted to leave. That was their, they went to them and said, listen, we, we want out. And they let them go. I understand. And that probably, they probably got it because of who they were with at the time. Of course. Okay,
3: makes sense. Are you're saying sleeping with certain people gets you places? So maybe Sting should have slept with Linda or something. (laughs) Ugh, God. (laughs) That's a visual I wish I did not bring up.
2: Didn't they do a storyline where Eric Bischoff, like, like, almost... Uh, sexually assaulted uh, Linda McMahon or, or held. I know hostage. Stone.
4: I know Stone Cold was rubbing up against her one time. Against Linda?
3: Yeah. Ew. That was
4: the time when Stone when they debuted back on either they were back on USA Network or on Spike. Probably USA. He gave her a stunner. He gave. Well, he, he gave, gave everybody, everybody a, gave, a stunner. He, he, <laughs> one of the worst <laughs> stunners I've ever seen. He, he stunned the entire McMahon family. But at one yeah. point he was he was like, "How would you give Stone Cold a little kiss?"
2: Hmm. Was he heel at the time? No, no, he was a joke. He was joking around right? as a babyface. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was comedy. WWE she, comedy. She didn't find it funny. She, she Wait, I didn't find it funny either. And I was watching marks. the show. Wait, quotation marks for com- those of you can't see comedy. comedy. They had the Hall of Fame introductions, which was always a nice thing. They uh, saved Kevin Nash again as the main event. They played his. Uh, NWO hybrid thing. They called him Big Daddy, Big cool. Daddy cool. He looks so happy. Nash. He looks
3: so happy to be there too.
2: Nash had a look on his face. The like energy was overwhelming. He could not possibly care less to be <laughs> there. We had just seen him uh, interfering in the Sting Triple H match. Now he was in a full suit. He's standing in that center circle. Uh, he may have had his hands in his pockets. I, I don't remember. That's the trademark Kevin Nash move. Look at any still photo of Kevin Nash outside the ring, and nine times out of ten, he's got his hand in his pocket. Uh, so they did the uh, the Hall of Fame. So they had Connor's dad there, Connor the Crusher. Uh, it was very very cool. Listen, that was the diesel in- introduction. That was the diesel induction. Oh no, it was obvious. Even the video package, everything was diesel. Every they wanted him in as diesel. It was a last minute change because he was because he he's a little bitch and he want. You
3: he want know him. what? I don't blame him. Yeah. Good, he stood his ground. He I don't have like. Gone in as Kevin I don't like. I don't really care about him He too will much, go in as Kevin Nash. He should have just waited
4: next year. By the way, next year. Uh, enough. Uh, there was this debate on this it, last podcast. It's, NWO is next year. Maybe. Because you know what? They had their WrestleMania moment the year before. Um, <clears throat> NWO will headline. Uh, I don't know no, they headline. will not
2: headline. I don't really care. So let's just...
4: <laughs> you don't care about... The... Well, you're Mr. WCW. It's the NWO. No, he's not Mr. I WCW. Don't I, I, am. I don't
2: care about the Hall of Fame. Let's just move on here. Okay. Rusev and John Cena for the United States Championship. Rusev. Coolest I mean, Termi- intro. The, the Terminator entrance that Triple H had was badass. Uh, Rusev's entrance though was freaking awesome. Heroes welcome. They had the Russian soldiers with Lana. Lana had a like a fur uh, uh, scarf or whatever it was around her neck. She carried the U.S. title to the ring. They, had, goose-stepping. they were goose stepping. They were. It looked like it. They were marching. They were marching to That's the ring. That's not goose stepping. No. Okay. It's a little bit different. All right. Uh, and then we had Rusev come out on a tank. <laughs> the that guy came out so on a freaking tank. How do you top that? John Cena had some uh, corny little video with uh, random clips of Steve Jobs and and, no. and, and George Bush and what, whatever whatever, whatever other Vince idiot, is Republican whatever so. other idiot they put in that video and Steve then Steve Jobs John Cena comes out you calling Mark Zuckerberg an idiot he is fighting no I'm not calling Mark Zuckerberg an idiot I'm right. calling other people an idiot All so right. Cena comes out he's fighting for Murka here in this match. He's, he's the American... <laughs> he's G.I. Joe. He's the American hero. Y'all know how this goes. Still got booed out of the building. I, I called this uh, eight months ago. I said, Rusev is being built to run into a brick wall named John Cena. Well, guess what? Tonight, he hit the wall. But... But... One
3: positive thing. Daniel Bryan winning the IC strap. Well, that's strap, the whole thing. That's John the whole Cena thing. John Cena elevating the U.S. championship. Hopefully, we can make it one championship moving forward. Yeah.
2: If, if that is the plan, then... You know, I'm okay with that as long as as long as they don't just have him beat Rusev, and then, you know, he drops the U.S. title on a fluke, you know, distraction roll up on Raw tonight to somebody. Don't you freaking laugh? Get the counter going, Noah. <laughs> but I, I, you know what? I've learned my lesson. I think I need to roll roll video
4: on you the whole time, just so we can get your reaction when when there is a distraction roll up live
2: in the building and you're there. Yeah, so they, they had a good <laughs> match. I don't know that the match was actually as good as the match they had at uh, WWE Fastlane, but they had... <laughs> Very said good. It right. Said you. it properly. I did it right. So they, uh, but they still had a good match. Cena got the win, uh, not by, by by submission with the uh, attitude adjustment. Fireman's carry. He beat Rusev with a fireman's carry. Rusev's been undefeated for almost a year. He lost to a fireman's carry, if I didn't mention so
3: that. So I have a lot of... So is The Rock.
2: <clears throat> Rock. That's true. Well, The Rock did beat people with the people's elbow. He ended CM Punk's uh, 434 day reign with the people. I like to,
3: to think him. it was really the spine buster setup that I see. really it, it, did like, him in. It
2: paralyzed him for a few seconds, maybe. Exactly. I see. So John Cena is the new United States champion. Unfortunately, I don't know how many of you noticed this, but when Lana, who interfered in the match, threw her shoe into the ring, she threw one of her high. I heels. did not notice that. Oh yeah, it was like WC- it was WCW 1995 all over again with a high heel <laughs> shoe, with a women's shoe that I think Arn Anderson beat Hulk Hogan with once, actually. Mm. Arne Anderson's lone win over Hulk Hogan. When the match was over, Rusev was yelling at Lana. She was down. She hurt her ankle. She got knocked off the apron by Rusev before the finish.
3: Accidentally, and, of Accidentally.
2: Course. And Rusev, but to Rusev, she cost him the championship. So Rusev yelled at her, didn't help her up, walked off.
3: I would have done the same thing. I wonder
2: if tonight on Raw we get the official split between Rusev and Lana.
3: Either that or it's more time for
2: her to make that movie that she's filming with Edge. If this is it between Rusev and Lana, then Rusev is done. Uh, Rusev losing the championship is not a killer. Rusev losing the championship, his streak, and his woman, he's dead. So for his sake, I hope this is not the end of that. Because when, when they do split, Rusev, a year from now, will probably be doing a dancing comedy character. Lana, once she drops the Russian shtick and her, she takes the hair bun down, bikini. She's gonna have a whole new life as a diva on that roster, and she'll keep going. She'll be the most popular woman, even more so than Paige. She'll be the number one diva in the she, company.
3: Did they train her to wrestle at NXT? Been tra- I think she's been. She's tra- trained. Oh. I don't
2: know about NXT, but they've, she's been taking some training. Okay, uh, so whether Let's she hope. wrestles or not, or just is. Taking training for bumps. I don't know.
3: It looks good for every one of our pleasure, view, pleasure views.
2: Anything Lana related looks good. Yep. They announced seventy-six thousand nine hundred and seventy-six. They the Stephanie
0: who?
3: announced who specifically that? announced oh,
2: St- it? Oh, the Authority came out. That's right.
3: Wait, Monday Night Mania. <laughs>
2: that's right. We had an Authority promo at WrestleMania. <laughs> at least they didn't
4: come out to the to the music.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. They didn't. They came out. They they had the job entrance. They, they came job out job while entry. there was a video package going on. They did. They did. We saw them walk down to the ring. So 76,976 is this year's fake number that they announced. Uh, I don't even think they could get that many people in the stadium with the setup the way it is. But I, I believe the they were uh, counting the
4: the scarecrows and uh, you know and the wrestlers the themselves. The NWO and the DX. But I
2: believe this is the Super Bowl coming. I believe the Super Bowl is there next year. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so. And they so they announced that number to make sure that the uh, there's no way the Super Bowl can beat that number. Right. Because the Super Bowl they can't even put seats on the floor. Right. So there's no way the NFL can beat this number. They do this all. They do this every single year. I would say there was probably somewhere legitimately in the range of sixty-five thousand people in the stadium, which is a lot. It, 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 you know, it's a lot of people. I don't know why they have to yeah, uh, can't embellish. They, you really think that it's off by that much? Yes, yes. It's the WrestleMania off, three story. It's been off some years, even recently, by as many as ten to fifteen thousand. How do? How can? Because nobody... who's going who's to call them out on it? Right. You. That's right. And others far smarter than me. So the
3: stadium goes along. They'll say, yeah, okay. The stadium
2: doesn't care. Right, they don't care. Who cares? (laughs)
3: They made them a lot of
2: money. They don't give a crap. So the authority was out there for what turned out to be a really fun angle. I mean, we're joking on authority promo at WrestleMania, but it actually went somewhere fun. Uh, The Rock made an appearance, fresh off his SNL appearance on Saturday night. Uh, Flew out west, made a surprise appearance. We all knew he was going to be there. I I knew he was going to be there. I actually didn't. I knew he was going to be there anyway, but then they showed his mom on camera a whole bunch of times. So you knew he was there. He came out, he confronted Triple H. It looked like maybe they were going to set up a match with him and Triple H at WrestleMania. I year. said that immediately when Triple H said, there's yeah. nobody
4: left, there's, I've done it all. Yeah. He, by the way, he's also cutting a victory promo
2: against Sting. Oh, yeah, he was still going off on, on beating Sting. Mean, After they, didn't, they shook as hands. As if they didn't pour enough dirt on, on Sting's carcass when that match was over. I love it. Uh, he had to rub it in a little bit more. I love it. So it wasn't Sting who got his revenge on Triple H and... One up to Triple H because we can't have the WCW guy do that. Oh no, it was nope. the Rock. That's right. It was actually not the Rock. Not even the Rock. It was the Rock and Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is the one who took down Triple H, not Sting. Not hey, the Rock. Think about that. Ronda, a UFC oh, women's a champion. Woman. No offense to Ronda, I hope she doesn't hear this. But Ronda Rousey, yeah, she she uh, she was there. Uh, The Rock was cutting a promo, jaw jacking back and forth with Triple H. Stephanie emasculated The Rock as she does with everybody else. Rock left the ring. Get out of my ring. Get out of my ring. She does it well. But The Rock had second thoughts. He's like, I'm not going to go. And he walked around to where Ronda Rousey was sitting. Now, I I thought for sure what he was going to do. I didn't know Ronda Rousey was there. I guess they showed her. They showed her before, yeah. I missed it. His mom? I thought for sure The Rock was calling his mom. Out of the crowd, into the ring, and that Rock's mom was going to be the one after all these months to slap Stephanie and take her down a notch. That would have been... Because the Rock's mom is a tough lady. That would have worked. It would have worked, it too. It would have worked, but come on. Of all the people that she's emasculated... Women and men, okay, over the, over the months. Yeah. But thankfully, that didn't happen. He called that Ronda Rousey. Yeah, there were a Rousey chance. Oh, Ronda Rousey was... She was announced earlier in the No, road, but I mean before road. that, before The Rock, before oh, they were there? revealed okay. The Rock. Because
3: they did announce her being an attendance prior. They announced prior. her,
2: and then he's heading that way, and we all knew. And there was actually a, you know... She was there with her four horsewomen, is what they call themselves. They're huge wrestling fans. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that Dana, Dana White and UFC probably didn't know this was going to happen.
3: Why? Why do you say that? I just was have a that... report? I just
2: have that impression. Oh. Uh,
3: okay. But again,
2: I'll, I, I'm a little out of the loop. I don't know if Dana White has made comments yet about it or not, but she... So the Rock brings her over the barricade into the ring. Now we have the visual of the Rock and Ronda Rousey, two of the biggest stars in the world right now, in there with Triple H and Stephanie, who are big stars, but nowhere near at that in the same wrestling level. world. Uh, Stephanie, to her credit, she plays her role of bitch to a hilt. I mean, she, it's a role. She, it's a role, believe it or okay. not. Okay, yeah, character. I know about that. No, but in fairness, on her own Twitter bio. Brian she says I, play, well, I know I know I play a bad guy on TV that's horrible I know don't, that bothers you but just
4: a teeny bit
2: so this all ended with a rock laying the smack down on Triple H in the corner giving him some uh, the, the, the big spit punch and Triple H taking a bump no rock bottom and then Ronda Rousey took uh, Triple H down with a judo throw the same kind of judo throw that she broke uh, that guy's ribs uh, I don't know if you saw that video a couple months ago there was some I don't know if he's a like a podcaster or what he is he was being a dick and he was in a gym somewhere with Ronda Rousey. And it was a hardwood floor. And she took him over the same way and broke his ribs. And that's what happened with Triple H. I don't think he broke his ribs. And then it came down to uh, Rousey and Stephanie. Uh, a little disappointing how that ended. I thought she was going to maybe put Stephanie in an arm bar. She tried she to. Kinda she cranked, fell. Yeah, she cranked Stephanie's arm. I don't know if they botched it or what happened. And then Stephanie scampered off. But It was a little underwhelming. A little bit. But the, she fell. But that's overall, it was a great segment. The people were into it. It was really fun. <laughs> the Rock said he's... That she was going to pull
4: Stephanie's insides out. Her fallopian
3: out, tubes. And then play jump rope with her fallopian tubes. <laughs> her fallopian uh, tubes. Even I will admit that was, that was, a, quite, good, that quite was a good visual. quote. That's quite the visual. That's quite the visual. That there. was a good quote. Yeah,
2: Maybe somebody can Photoshop that for us. No oh, well. God. Noah.
3: <laughs> calling Noah. No,
2: thank you. So then we have uh, Undertaker and Bray Wyatt, which was actually the... Uh, mm. yeah, I know. I don't yeah. even know that we... I don't. They were never announced, so I don't even know... They if, weren't announced they were. either. I don't think either one of them they were weren't. announced. Yet well,
4: Eden Styles was in the ring. We were watching Eden. Eden's in the ring. <laughs> we saw the scarecrows that we have... The casting calls have been made oh, for weeks up. and weeks and weeks for scarecrows. The scarecrows... That was a little underwhelming I thought too. about
2: applying to that, by the way.
3: You would have been a good scarecrow.
2: I would have fit. I fit the criteria they were looking for.
3: Well, there's a free ticket for WrestleMania for you. Wouldn't have had to that buy would been, one. That would
2: have been. A, that would have been a great. Hey, that would have been a great story to tell on this podcast. They you have would
3: have missed. Bad. You would have started working WrestleMania though. You would have been in the back as a scarecrow,
2: that's missing okay. WrestleMania.
3: That's okay. I think he would. That's a good trade off. I would have
2: been paid eleven hundred dollars for the gig. Well, there you go. Ooh, money talk. So you can be bought. I can be bought. Uh oh. Everybody's got a price. That's right.
4: Says the million dollar man. But anyway, so we Eden's in the ring. Bray Wyatt's coming down. They're feverishly setting up the Undertaker's entrance.
2: Undertaker comes out, no bike. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. I got, I got, I got to tell you, you know, I, I got into the the rumors and the reports that he may come out on a motorcycle, maybe it'll be a hybrid. And the more I thought about it, the more I kind of liked the idea. So when he came out with the regular, just the un, just the regular Undertaker, it was Undertaker. a little underwhelming. I got to tell you, but still being there live, and I've done this four years in a row now. And being there live and witnessing a WrestleMania entrance for The Undertaker, if you've never done it before, you probably won't have very many chances left. Maybe one more chance. I would strongly suggest that you, you fly out to WrestleMania because that is a big part of the experience. Very cool to be in a stadium, especially an outdoor stadium. It's, jaw,
3: it's jaw-dropping. It's jaw-dropping. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. music
2: and, and... The smoke.
3: Did they the, do the black
2: smoke for him or was it for somebody else? It, oh, was, it was Sting. I black smoke was thing, It was yeah. But you know what? But still. Look. Okay, it, we're jaded. Undertaker at this point is an entrance. There's no streak. There's no streak. His matches are not going to be what they were a few years ago. It's for the character. It's the experience. I know. It's it's the experience overall.
4: It's the worst. It was the worst entrance in, in the five years we've been going. It really is. It it, it was, of, of, his. of his. Of his. Of his. It was the weakest, just plain Jane. Look, and again, we're talking about a 70. There's allegedly 75,000 people there. This is This is the grandest stage of them all. Cliche as it may be. And yeah, you can pull up, you know, when, when you go five years in a row, maybe you can p- pick it apart. You're absolutely right. If you've never been to, the WrestleMania, to a WrestleMania you be, you, in a stadium, you've got to
2: check it out at least there's once. There's nothing like it. But, okay, look, I've been to the last five. I know. I think we almost take it for granted now. But maybe. somebody somebody who's never witnessed that before, it, it gives you goosebumps. It's he, really cool. he came out, and, and there was no one out, and then Eden just left. I don't Eden, understand. It was very weird. Now, I, Bray Wyatt, earlier in the day, uh, for those of you who don't know, he was working out in the ring, and he rolled his ankle. And it was serious enough that he had to be carted to the back. And so there was a lot of concern. What condition is he going to be in? I don't think there was ever any concern he wasn't going to wrestle the match. There was no way they were canceling that match. It was just not going to happen. You tape that shit up and you get your ass out there. And that's what he did. And if you watched him when he came out, the way he was walking, and then as the match went on, it was obvious he was was limping. He was in pain. Uh, But otherwise, Wyatt looked good. Undertaker looked a thousand times better than he did a year ago. So whatever his secret is, and we can speculate on what that is, He did what he had to do. He got (laughs) got himself looking good. What are we
3: speculating?
2: Wait, yeah. He he got himself looking good. He's not peeing in a cup? He's not peeing in a cup. All
3: right. He's a special attraction.
2: Yes. And the hair. Hey, having a head of hair It made him look a lot younger. It made him look younger. Absolutely. He didn't, he just, even his face last year, he just didn't look well. (laughs) You know? And then he got hurt. So the concussion last year, I'm sure, had a lot to do with that. So slow as he is now, he's still, you know, he's still 50. He turned 50 years old last week undertaker i thought looked very good overall he still did old school he still pulled that off he did old school did all of his spots he got bray wyatt is no small man he got him up two or three times uh once for an attempted tombstone i think and then two tombstones and he beat bray wyatt uh with that second tombstone the money shot of of the match and this is like a director's dream is undertaker is flat on his back bray wyatt's doing his creepy crab walk toward the undertaker and at the Perfect moment. Undertaker does his dead man sit-up and turns and stares right at Bray Wyatt. That was great. That was awesome. I Bray mean,
3: did show some fear on that that's one. That's
2: like Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19, bloody head peering up above the ring apron oh, in the match Like a Hogan. Cheshire cat. Oh, it's so perfect. So, uh, Undertaker wins, as I, I thought he would. Uh, Bray Wyatt, where do you go with him from here? Uh, we'll see. We'll i will find out tonight on Raw. We'll see. I still think the money in Bray, maybe as early as this year, is as a babyface, I think. That, that's where, where he ends up eventually. Uh, but Undertaker, I felt like, had to win the match. Would it cheapen the loss last year to Lesnar if now all of a sudden everybody can beat the Undertaker? The guy goes 21-0. Now everybody's beating him. It, it, all, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, plus, he looked a lot better than last year, so he should have won. And then we had the main event. We had Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I thought this was one of the best WrestleMania main events in the last decade. In terms of the quality of the match? Overall, the, just the whole package. From the match itself to the to the finish of the match, the, the way they did it and how it caught a lot of people off guard. I didn't see them doing it that way. Uh, they went with the scenario that I think was the right scenario to go with. People were into it. They went crazy for it. They were surprised by it. The right guy in that instance won. I think Seth Rollins is more than deserving of having a shot to be the champion for how long you'll hold it. We'll see but so much television time has been invested in this guy over the over the last 6 months every every segment Seth Rollins is in and everything he does he knocks it out of the park in the ring he knocks it out of the park his promos i know people will complain about his promos he's not a bad promo guy
3: he's okay he's he just okay. tends
2: to go on and on and on and you know he sounds a little whiny but a lot of that maybe is the content they give him i was happy for him when the show was over i thought it was well deserved he doesn't have to carry that freaking briefcase around anymore uh, it was a big time moment. They didn't beat Brock the way they did. It was Brock and Roman we were having what I thought was a mostly one-sided match.
3: Pretty stiff too. It looked Brock, more than usual. It
2: started out like the Brock Cena match at WrestleMania at uh, at SummerSlam last year, where he was just kicking the guy's ass. He was suplexing, and Paul Heyman had his. I have like the uh, the Divas Stopwatch and the Distraction Roll Up Counter. Paul Heyman was was counting the suplexes outside of the ring. So like by Five, six. That was pretty cool. We were doing
4: it here in our section, or in our were section too. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We were doing it. Noah got the whole crowd doing it.
2: It was fun. So that was a lot of fun to kind of. Suplex watch. City. Suplex City, bitch.
4: There was a Suplex City chant. When they showed on the screen that Suplex can, City was see, trending.
2: Well, you can see him mouth it, though. I think they showed a replay of it. Yeah. We couldn't hear the audio, but apparently on the network it picked up on him actually saying well, <laughs> Suplex What I'm
4: saying is when they showed on the screen the trend oh, the of Suplex box. City, there was a Suplex City chant that started. Well,
2: that's awesome. And that that, fun. that should be a new t-shirt. Well, it is. I think I From Brock, an official T-shirt. That's they should right. be working on that right now. They should. I know there's knockoffs all over the place. Knockoffs. Uh, so Roman got a little bit of offense in, but Roman, you know, Roman's offense was was him looking up at Brock, and smiling. That was the the offense that we saw from Roman Reigns in the early part of this, he wouldn't fight back. He That's our from, big build. He he would, our big build to wrestle I mean, He, he will, can, he will. He can, and he, he will. he smiles
3: and laughs he, when he takes a beating.
2: Right. He just wouldn't fight back. I mean, people in my section were like, fight back, fight back. What is what is wrong with this guy? But the story they wanted to tell was Roman's a tough guy and he's going to take the abuse and he's not going to give up. He's not going to surrender. And then he will. And then he will.
3: Well, he didn't really surrender. It's, well,
2: he, well, he surrendered the win. He lost. At the end of the night. Chump. So Roman Reigns now... We finally reach a point in the match. He's kicked out of a couple of F5s. Brock Lesnar can't believe it. Roman's fighting back. He threw like 50 million Superman punches. Well, he did three of them. He did... It felt like... At each corner. He did three of them like at each rope. And I'll tell you,
4: Brock Lesnar... You know something? I was not... I was never into Brock Lesnar, and then when he came back, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll, let me tell you something: Brock Lesnar has my absolute respect now. Uh, you know, I even said on this podcast last time I don't feel that he's in the business. Maybe it needed he needed to sign and say, okay, I'm here the next three years, and maybe that kind of lit a fire under his butt. Like this is his job, you know, part time, full time pay, part time, only him. Right. But let me tell you something: when he punches that clock, holy shit, he sold those Superman punches like a trillion dollars. He didn't Roman oversold. Reigns owes him well, a fruit basket. Brock
2: Lesnar is still the best person I've ever seen sell the curb stomp.
4: I didn't say he oversold.
3: I said he sold them. No, no, I'm saying he he's didn't. Great. He no, sold it perfectly. He's fantastic. He everything, sold it perfectly. Look,
2: everything about Brock is great. When Brock came out, we didn't talk about the entrances, but really quickly here. When Brock came out, uh, the place went nuts for him. And just the bass and his music. I mean, everything about Brock, his entrance, the pyro, everything. It's so perfect. They had Heyman intro him, which I thought was great. So Heyman did the intro for him when he was in the ring. Uh, Roman did come out through the crowd. I didn't get, I didn't really see it. Um, I've heard from some of you guys that there was a fan who uh, pushed him or punched him, and Roman shoved him out of the way. Uh, there were people who were like going after him, so I'm sure that was a great visual. Uh, but yeah, people were were not a fan of Roman Reigns. He got booed big time. Uh, I don't know that it even came across quite that well on television you, you heard the boos but it was even louder in the stadium he had pockets of fans here and there but it, it was pretty much it went the way we thought it would and so Romans finally building up some momentum and he's going after Brock and we reach a point in the match Brock is bloody he went headfirst into the post at one point both guys are down Seth Rollins music hit place goes nuts Seth runs he guns it he runs down to the ring cash is in money in the bank one thing leads to another uh, he ends up getting the pin, the curb stomp and the pin, I believe curb stomp, on Roman Reigns. And pins Roman. They kept Brock strong in that Brock was not the one to be pinned, which I liked. A repeat of last year. Another another reason I like the finish so much. Because even though Brock lost, I would have loved to have seen him win. But even though he lost...
3: He looks strong He looks strong
2: in defeat. And Roman Reigns, you know, poor Roman Reigns, but, you know, I'm sure he he's still... You know, they got the machine behind him. He'll be fine. Yeah. And Brock is protected. And now Rollins has an opportunity to run with the title. He was on the Today Show this morning. He flew him went, to New York. Flew him all the way to New York. He's going to fly back probably. He's probably, He may be in mid-flight right now back here to the West Coast for Raw tonight. Uh, and WrestleMania goes off the air with a huge celebration for Seth Rollins. So congratulations to him. I thought the main event kicked ass. Uh, as much as I love the main event last year, and I'm not a fan of three ways as your WrestleMania main event, which... I guess technically we got another one this year. Yeah, but it was a brief 3 It was three brief. Way. It was brief. But again, it was unique. We've never seen a cash-in at WrestleMania, and we've never seen a cash-in mid-match. Mid-match. Very clever. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And and I'm happy for Rollins because he deserves it. You know, they've invested so much in this guy. It's about time he gets uh, the chance to run with it, and now we'll see how well he does. So that was WrestleMania 31. Not a bad show by any stretch. I came out of it last night thinking, oh, I was good. You know, I, I wouldn't go too far beyond that. Watching a little bit of it back on TV, though, was a very good show. It was a very good WrestleMania overall.
4: I think it was better than last year. It, might, do. it might
2: have been, but I'll, I'll watch it in full when I get back home. Maybe my opinion will change slightly. But I thought it was a very good show, Brian. Uh, reflecting it was a, reflecting back upon it, it was a, okay. I'll be I'll be I'll, I'll be neutral.
3: Quick. I'll be neutral. I neutral. Thought the, I'll see the Noah. Let me talk. I thought the presentation was great. They did a great job. Although I was very salty about the ending and how they did a lot of things, some of which we talked about, some of which we didn't, it was still a great WrestleMania. I don't like the cash, and I feel it cheapens the main event. But, again, on the other hand, I see that it uh, was a benefit to have a big surprise and do something that's never been done before. I just personally didn't care for it.
2: Okay, fair enough. I have spoken. Fair enough. Oh, so
3: you were so mad. I <laughs> was, but you know what? I told you at the same time. I recognized it was a great presentation. You got to tweet out. You got to tweet out that photo of Blade with me.
4: I don't have it. You I'll send it. it to you.
2: You know, I'm not gonna. It, it's not. It's not a big deal. I'm sure That's his listeners hilarious. really
3: want to see another picture of me.
2: He's had a chance to to, to drink a little bit and then sleep on it. We and had like, a
3: good time afterwards, though. We, we went did. to Br- what was it? Britannia? It's called
2: the the Britannia. The Brit. Something. The Brit.
3: We had some steak fries, some garlic fries. Yeah, a lot it was of good you guys.
2: Time. A lot of you guys who who live here in the Bay Area or in San Jose. You've uh, you've given us some good recommendations, and a lot of people have recommended that place. So uh, I'm happy we, we finally went. And also, I have to say, I, I've had the chance, and we're not done yet. We have Raw tonight that we're going to. Yeah. And I'll talk about that on the next show uh, next weekend, the next Sound Off. But we have been all over the place, from NXT to the Hall of Fame, WrestleMania, and everything in between. And I have met more people, more more listeners and fans of the show in the last two, three days uh, than I have probably at any other Wrestlemania any other event that I've been to I've met like 20 different people so far uh, and you're all awesome they're all my, my fans are the best I had a whole row of fans wearing all Sound Off shirts last time. like a whole family it was, was awesome. freaking awesome you got a great cult, uh, fan base hmm Mm. Interesting choice of words there. Wow, well, slip of the, the tongue. The cult of Solomonster. No, I like uh-huh. it. You're wearing your
4: trolling shirt tonight for Raw. I see. I,
2: I'm wearing my uh, my it, WrestleMania 30 shirt, which is uh, <laughs> if Cena wins, we complain online. So if you see Solomonster, he's wearing that, which shirt which is an official WWE licensed shirt, even though it was not bought through WWE. It's still a WWE shirt, and John
4: Cena makes money on that. That's right.
2: So we are helping uh, support John Cena. We're going to Raw tonight. Hey, John Cena was wearing this shirt even. He was, you know, there's photos of him wearing this very shirt. He's trolling the trawlers. Raw, the Raw the night after WrestleMania is always a fun night. I am really looking forward. This is a nice way to kind of bookend this trip. I think. Uh, will it be better than NXT on Friday night? We'll see. The NXT show was was incredible on Friday and uh and we'll see we'll they see they have their work cut out for raw them tonight. raw has a tall order ahead of them tonight but i think uh we as the fans win in the end because the overall this weekend has just been pretty pretty fun and for me it's been a, a good distraction i have to thank the both of you because it's been a good distraction weekend for me taking mm-hmm. my mind off things and everything that happened i'll have a pile of you know what to go back to when i get back to new york on tuesday that i'm not looking forward to a pile of what i don't know what. a pile of garbage is what i got to look forward to but um, it's been a good distraction. I wanted to no cruise.
3: distraction roll ups at least during the No weekend.
2: distraction roll ups since the NXT show on Friday. Well, I was yeah, referring I to actual Oh, I see. Nobody know. has rolled me up on the street.
3: No, no. And we won't let them. We we got you back,
2: right, Noah? We My J and J security here. Uh, 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 N and B uh, security. security. No, 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 no. No, B and N security. So thank you to everybody who I met. Thank you to everybody who has sent me. I've been getting a ton of messages. I just haven't had time to go through them all. At some point I will and I will try to get back to everybody, but thank you very much. If you want to support The Sound Off, you can make a PayPal donation on the Solomonster.com. $10 or more will get you a wrestling nickname. Uh, that is the easiest and most direct way to support this show. You can use our Audible link, audibletrial.com Salamonster. Get yourself a free audio book. And buy a shirt as we are recording this. I don't know when you guys are listening to this, but it is Monday afternoon. Our Mania Madness sale ends on Pro Wrestling Tees tonight at midnight. So you have until tonight at midnight. You punch in the code S-O-L-O at uh, checkout. You can get 10% off your order. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Off. We will be back with a normal episode of The Sound Off. We've done a whole bunch of roundtable shows these last few weeks. We've done more roundtable shows in the last three weeks. A normal
4: episode. Does that mean that this, we're abnormal? We're abnormal. This is an
2: abnormal episode of The Sound Off.
4: Because we're here? Yeah. We're oh. at normal. Yeah. 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 And
2: I also want to give a shout-out, by the way, to the boys from Wrestling Soup. Uh, Missionary and Joey Numbers, who... Uh, from what I understand, had some kind words uh, for me on their show this past week. Uh, I was on their WrestleMania wrap-up show last night. They were doing a a wrap-up show with Don Tony and Kevin Castle, and I called in for uh, a few minutes. I'm sorry I didn't have more time to spend with them. That was a lot of fun, so thank you to all four of those guys for inviting me on. Uh, Very much appreciated. And you can find that show, I'm sure, in their archives. Go to uh, WrestlingSoup.com. I'm sure they'll have uh, all that stuff up there. So... Until next time, be well, stay safe. We're heading to Raw in a few hours, and maybe I'll meet some of you there as well. And uh, we'll be back next weekend with episode 377, right? I'm losing track. 377. this is 376. And we did 375 before. Okay, so 377 would be next in the pecking order. Until then, (laughs) have have yourselves a great week. Take care, and we'll see you next time.
0: The good, the
2: bad, and the ugly. The Solomonster sounds off. Whatever happened to real men on this show? Can you imagine in any other era of WWE dressing down your top star the way that Stephanie McMahon did to John Cena on Monday night? They've done this with Cena. They've done this with Brian, They've done it with Dolph. They've done it with Ryback. They did it with Rollins. Remember the infamous episode where Big Show was on his knees in the middle of the ring crying for his job? Tears are just streaming down this guy's face. This guy's seven feet tall, 450 pounds. He's in the ring crying. He's a giant. Yeah, he's a giant pussy. <laughs>
4: The Monster sounds off. Since 2007, the Sala Monster sounds off. Available at thesolomonster.com, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio,
0: iTunes, and more.
1: Solo Monster sound off.